You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode 103. Like when you write your goals down, especially the ones that I write down, they're so far fetched. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to hit this goal. And just somehow, like a lot of those goals I've hit and I'm just like, oh, my God, did I really do that? This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Hello again, Rhino Nation. This is Brent Daniels, and I am excited again to be on this podcast speaking to all you guys. I've had really, really, really great uh, responses from a lot of the listeners out there, a lot of the Rhino tribe, and I want to thank you so, so much. Now, to start this podcast, I want to start this podcast a little bit different. This podcast, I want to start out talking about, it was it was an old voice recording by Earl Nightingale that was turned into a YouTube, and I highly suggest that you guys go check it out. Earl Nightingale, it's called The Strangest Secret, and in that, Earl Nightingale talks about setting goals. It is all about writing down your goals so that you create a roadmap for where you want to go. He says that people with goals succeed because they know where they're going. And I think that is so, so powerful. And it is my pleasure to introduce um, a a, a Rhino Tribe member that has been just doing amazing, amazing business in Richmond, Virginia. And she is going to not only break down some exciting deals that she's currently doing to give you value in real life, real time, um, but also talk about the way that she sets her mindset and her goals, which I think is absolutely critical in this business. So Martine Jackson, say hello to everybody out there. Hello, everybody out there. (laughs) I love it. I love all the enthusiasm. That's absolutely (laughs) incredible. So Martine, you have been on the podcast before. Um, If people, we have really, really loyal listeners. So I'm sure a lot of people will recognize your enthusiasm, your voice. Tell us what's gone on since the last time you were on. I think it was what, six months ago, four months ago, four to, four to six months it ago? Was, it was almost a year ago, actually, that I was on. And the last time I was on is when I, when I first got fired from my job. So I was like, I'm going all in for wholesaling. So it's been about a year that I've been doing it full time now. Excellent. So tell us, break down your business a little bit for us. Kind of give us the mix of what you do marketing-wise and how you are finding your deals currently. It could be a, a mixture of things, things that you specifically want to talk about. I mean, just kind of open it up and, and, and free flow for us. Okay, cool. Um, so our bread and butter is direct mail. Um, that's how, how I started. And um, we're pretty consistent with sending out direct mail. Uh, I've also started posting a lot on Facebook so people know what I do. So it kind of gives us credibility. Like if we have a um, Hoover Homes LLC page, it's the name of my company. We have a Facebook page that we post on it all the time, talking about where we buy houses, the types of situations that we can fix. So it helps us establish a little bit of credibility if somebody's doing a Google search. 
I've been getting people to Google it like in different states. And when they type in Hoover Homes LLC, my Facebook page comes up because we're so active on there. It's been mostly direct mail and then just uh, word of mouth. So when you talk about, and by the way, that's fantastic. I think that everybody out there, take take what Martina's saying about the uh, Facebook and the social media, being on there, being consistent, posting, letting people know that what you do and that you're there to buy houses and that you're available and with your contact information. And it definitely gives you credibility. The more that people see you, the more that you're out there, the more that you're showing what you're doing, that all of a sudden that starts sticking people's radars up. And when they hear somebody talk, talking about wanting to sell a home or a really beat up house or something that just, you know, somebody needs to get cash fast for their property, all of a sudden they start thinking about you, right? I mean, is that kind of how it's going? That That's how it's been going. That's awesome. So let's go back real quick. Direct mail. How much do you send? Okay. So um, earlier this year, before we had our um, conference in um it was April, I believe, that was in Utah. So um, earlier, I was going on kind of like a roller coaster. Like I would get deals, and then like it would kind of go like stagger off a little bit, and then I'd get deals like, and then I'd go down a, b- a little bit. So I talked to Tom about it, and he was saying that I needed to send, get my mail up to twenty thousand to twenty five thousand a month. The most I've done so far in a month is eighteen thousand, but I'm still trying to reach the goal of twenty to twenty five thousand a month. Now in Richmond, when you send out eighteen thousand mailers, how is the response? Are you are you just buried in calls? Do they kind of come in sporadically? Um, would you tell us kind of the 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 response rate. Yeah, well, it depends on which mail piece I use. Um, the biggest uh, mail piece that I've sent it was at one time was like thirteen thousand. It, it was a decent response rate, but it seems like my response rate was bigger when I sent out less mail, to be honest. <laughs> Got it. So do you switch it between postcards and letters? No, I do. I only do postcards, but sometimes I change what the postcard says. Okay, got it. Have you seen any major differences in the response or more importantly, in the deals that you actually get from it um, uh, with either card? Yes. Um, I've noticed that one card, the response is lower, but the people that they come in, it's kind of staggered. But when they call in, like they're ready. And then I have one that the response rate is really high, but we kind of have to find the goal. Like we have to call a lot of people and they're like, no, I don't want to sell. But eventually we get someone that wants to sell. So it's just, I guess, different types of people that call in, depending on which car we send. Okay, gotcha. And who who takes the calls? Do you have, uh, when somebody calls you, does it go straight to a voicemail? Does it go live to you? Does it go live to maybe an acquisition manager? Who does the, uh, who, who do the calls when they come in, who does it go to? It goes straight to a voicemail, and then I have my VA scrape the voicemail because it goes directly into Podio, and she'll put what uh, what the message said if they left a message. If they didn't leave a message, she'll put no voicemail, and the acquisition managers call them back. Do you, do you have kind of like a standard on how quickly you want to get back to those people? Do you let them sit for a little bit? Do you get back to them right away? I mean, having your VA go through all the voicemails, there's got to be a little bit of lag time there. What's, what's um, kind of typical and ideal in your business? We typically get back with them the same day. It's not like within 30 minutes or anything like that, but we typically get back with them the same day. 
Typically, my acquisition managers call in the evening. Sometimes they call earlier, but we've noticed that more people answer the phone when we call them later in the day. Awesome. Love it. And then what do you, what the, I, I know because I'm Facebook friends with you, but what do you post, people out there that aren't, uh, you definitely should go requester, uh, friend requester, but what do you post on Facebook that is, you know, is really drawing people to you? Well, we're always talking about buying houses. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Sometimes we post funny things. Sometimes we post inspirational things. But it always says something about buying houses. Always, always buying. Do you ever put about selling houses or just strictly buying? Strictly buying. Yeah, I love that. I really, <laughs> really do. I, you know, I think that it's, um, it's it, a, a consistent message on there talking about. You buying properties, I think, is so much more powerful than, you know, trying to do both and putting your deals on there and putting, you know, trying to sell it through Facebook. I don't know. That's my own own opinion, but I, I really respect what you're doing there. So let's do this, Martine. Let's break down. I know that you've got um, some in your pipeline right now. I've been talking a lot about the pipeline on the on these podcasts, and I think it's really, really important for consistency to make sure that new People, you're talking to new people every single day coming in and and reaching out to you and building up that pipeline of leads. Tell us about um, some of the deals that you're doing now. Do you have a couple, one or two deals that really stick out in your mind that you think you know breaking them down would bring value to this um, to this podcast? Of course. Okay. Um, I, have, I have one. You want one that is in closing or already closed? Let's go one of each. Okay. All right. Um, I have one that is in closing right now. Uh, the assignment fee on this one is um, 20K. And we actually got the buyer through a realtor. Really? Okay. Excellent. And how did you find this deal? This one, it was a guy that he's interested in getting wholesaling. He's in another market though. And he saw my messages on Facebook about this. Okay. And he probably heard the podcast too. Um, that I did last year. He sent it to me. He was like, just so happened somebody in his family, they were, they needed to sell the house because someone passed away and the person that lived in the house could no longer afford the mortgage. So he sent it to me and um, pretty much I've been showing, walking him through the deal so he can do one on his own. So wait, 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 wait. So somebody saw your Facebook post, reached mm -hmm. out to you with their family members inherited property? Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they 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 weren't even in the state. They were they were out of state. They just found you because you've been so active and so vocal on social media that they right. found you, they reached out to you and you got a $20,000 deal. That's correct. Now let me ask you. All these Facebook posts, what how much does it cost you per post? Well, my VA does them. So <laughs> <laughs> she just whenever she gets a chance, she throws them up there. Okay, is it is it twenty thousand dollars a month? Is it ten thousand dollars a month? Is it five thousand dollars a month? <laughs> no, <laughs> nowhere near that. Okay, yeah, exactly. So, what is <laughs> what is your what do you think would be your return on posting to on on social media so far? <laughs> You've made twenty thousand, right? And it's cost right. you what? How, how much does it cost you, really? It's nothing, because um, I mean, I was going to pay her regardless to do something else. <laughs> So, um, I mean, to be it's like an infinite return. It's yep. what do you have to lose? <laughs> and something that <laughs> something that I really want to point out, Martine, is 
I think people start out and they say, you know what? I know it's a good idea to post on social media. I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to start doing it. And they do a couple posts and then they do a few posts. And then all of a sudden it starts dwindling. Now with you, you started doing a couple posts, a few posts, a lot of posts, making a commitment to it. And now it's really paying off. I mean, it really is. You were so confident. You were so confident that when somebody reaches out to you, one, you're going to absolutely respond and communicate with them. And two, you can help those people out. You know, if you have those two, I mean, with those two confidences, you can post all day long. I I mean, if it, if it, if it makes people mad, that's okay. You know, it's, it's the, it's the people that want to reach out because they know that you're serious about it and that you're confident that you can help them out. And I think that that is so powerful. I really do. You've inspired me to, 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 to do a lot more. You really have. I'm going to have my whole team do it. That's it. You, you've changed smart. it. You're very smart. Yes, I love it. So, okay, so that's a deal that you've got um, pending right now. And when does that close? Well, it's in the process of closing. So, any day now. Okay, great. And then let's talk about one that has already closed. So tell me about that. Okay, so this one was through, well, it was through direct mail with the twist. We sent out the direct mail, we got our return mail, and um, for our return mail, what we do is we look up those people on Facebook to see, can we reach out to them to see if um, to see if they want to sell their house? And if they don't want to sell, they just don't want to sell it. But we got one guy and he's like, yeah, I want to sell the house. And so we went and we met with them. They, they really liked us. We're really good at getting people to like us. <laughs> so sure, sure. we went out there. They really liked us. And then we assigned it. And that one closed. And we got 40K deal. $40,000. $40,000. So, so wait a second. Let's hold on. <laughs> oh, I need to catch my. Okay. So first of all, so you mailed. It came back as non-delivered. And you looked up this person's name in Facebook and then just sent him a private message. That's right. And he didn't say, what are you doing, you creeper? Why are you messaging me? What did he no. say? I mean, how, did, how, how does that go? I mean, li- listen, I mean, uh, these things go through our minds when we're thinking about it. We're like, well, maybe I could find this person on Facebook. But if I reach out to him, maybe they think I'm a stalker. And then, you know, it just gets uncomfortable. So what what did you say to him when, when, yeah. you, when you sent the message? Well, actually, you know, when you sent us that cold call script, that you know, I, I know this is out of the blue, yep. <laughs> but I wanted to know if you wanted to sell your house. Yeah, I love it. That. So, um, yeah, we send them that. And, I mean, we haven't got anybody to say that we're creepers. They'll just say no because they see, like, once we message them, they'll look on my page, they'll look on the Hoover Homes page, and they'll see that we post all the time. So they're like, okay, this person's a legit person trying to buy houses. So, um, like, sometimes we get yeses, uh, and then sometimes we get no, not interested in selling, which is which is cool too. That is so key. No creepers. No creepers. We didn't get that. that is, well, and I think the reason, I, I think a huge reason why that was so successful is because you've posted so much. You've got a strong Facebook page, business page of Hoover right. Homes, and right. they can go there and, and, and see that you're legit. And I think that's absolutely huge. Everybody listening to this podcast, 
Take action on this. Do this. Put together a business page. Put together posts. Start posting. Start communicating with everybody out there. I don't care how you feel about your ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend from high school seeing you post stuff all the time about business and and, and them hating on you because you're using Facebook for business. That's absolutely ridiculous, and that's just immature. It really is. What I want you to do is take Martine's lead here, a Facebook request or find out what she's doing, see what she's doing. It's so powerful. And then you can have the confidence to reach out to a complete stranger, tell them that you're reaching out completely out of the blue to see if they would consider an offer on their house and let them tell you no. What did you risk? Nothing. I mean, you can you can automate that with somebody with a VA or, or, or anything else. This doesn't have to be you. It should be you if, you if you're just starting out. But I mean, just so incredible. I just, I'm fired up. I am fired up. That you are, oh man, I am, I'm writing stuff down. I'm, I'm going to call my team after this. This is, this is great. I love this. So $40,000 that already closed. That's in your account done yep. and yep. dusted. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. So here's the deal guys out there on the podcast. I don't have a bell, but fortunately today, Martine has a bell and it is loud. Martine, will you please ring that bell? Yes. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, Martine, now $40,000 deal. Now, how long, What? just general terms, what were you making in your past job yearly salary? $50,000. $50,000. So with that deal, reaching out. Listen, I talk to I, I talk a lot about TTP, and a lot of people um, understand that as cold calling. TTP is all about talking to people. I don't care if you talk to people on the phone. I don't care if you talk to them at their door. I don't care if you talk to them when they call you back. I don't care if you talk to them through Facebook. Just talk to people, okay? It is all about talking to people every single day. And you, you sent one p- a private message, and it was worth $40,000. I mean, that is just so incredible. I mean, it's, it, it's Martine, well done. I love it. I'm, I, I'm learning I'm, so much. I'm so glad at that Utah thing, you brought up TTP. It's been my life's motto over here. <laughs> you know? I was like, TTP, if I'm scared, I just think in my head, TTP, I have to talk to people. That's so it. I'll just go out and just, you know, on a limb, hey, you got a house you want to sell? Or hey, I buy houses and it works. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just talking to as many people as you can and and talking to new people all the time. So let's go back to where we started at the beginning of this podcast. Let's talk about you and let's talk about the direction your life has been going over the last year. And let's talk about your goals. How do you look at your goals and how do you, um, how do you, how do you keep them in front of you? How do you achieve them? Well, um, I read this book when I first um, started doing this full time. I read this book called The Miracle Morning, and he's talking about how you should do your self-improvement at the beginning of the day. And I also read, um, it was a Grant Cardone book, uh, Be Obsessed to Be Average. And he talked about how he wrote his goals every single day for three years until he accomplished them. So um, as part of those two books, in the morning for my writing part of my Miracle Morning, I write my goals every morning, and then like I try to visualize them and feel it like I've already had it. Unbelievable. Do you know that 92% of people have never written a goal down? 
92%. Okay. That, I mean, I am telling you, how do you know where you're going if you don't have the goal, if you don't have something that you're, you're, that you're uh, striving to achieve? I mean, it is just so key. And I, I'm telling you, Martine, I write down my goals every single morning, every single day in a little planner, and it has absolutely changed my business life, my personal life. It, 120%. I mean, it, it has just been absolutely incredible. Every day I write down my goals and you just you, you start in the morning, you write them down and all of a sudden your, your day has direction and it's just absolutely incredible. So you mentioned something off air and I wanted to just mention it now. What, what was your affirmation? What was your goal that you had in your mind uh, going into this year? Okay, so one of them was I told myself that I was going to get a 40K deal. I said which law office I was going to pick it up from, and which was funny because I don't typically do my deals through that law office, but I said that one in the affirmation. And um, I'm just talking about, oh, I feel, it feels so good to get this $40,000 deal from whatever the law office that I got it from. And I would just say it all the time, and then it happened. Of course. <laughs> Of course. I it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's what you were focused on. You were going for it. There was there was an end that you were looking for. There was that goal ahead of you, and you were going for it and going for it and going for it. And then you got it, and you got it at the law office that you wanted to pick up the check from. All right. I couldn't believe it. Like I was just so specific with it. And it, it happened. And things like when you write your goals down, especially the ones that I write down, they're so far fetched. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to hit this goal. And just somehow, like a lot of those goals I've hit and I'm just like, oh, my God, did I really do that? So it's just it's it's so valuable writing down your goals and believing you already have it because it's just like you're sending a signal to the universe that, hey, I already think I have it. Give it to me. And then it comes. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And I would challenge everybody listening to this for the next 30 days, write down at least one goal every day. It doesn't have to be different goals. It can be the same goal every day, but just write it down. Get in the habit of writing down a goal every day for 30 days. Just challenge yourself. I am telling you, it will absolutely change your life and it, you will have so much benefit from it and it takes 10 seconds a day. It is so powerful. Um, so Martine, just to just to wrap this up, tell me if you were to stay, if you were to talk to somebody brand new, they're they're eager, they're excited, they're they're full of energy and they're ready to get into this business. What advice would you give them as somebody that is just absolutely taking this and running and doing an incredible business and being a powerful business leader in your community? Well, I think that you need to uh, hit the ground running by like. How I learned was listening to the podcast. So I would listen to the podcast. And then if something like if he said, go do this, I would just go do it. And then like I'll be like, oh, well, that worked. Or if it didn't work, I would listen to that podcast again to see if it was anything I needed to tweak. But just um, get in some sort of direction and getting to getting to hang around people that are already doing it. That's why I'm so happy that I'm in the tribe, because like the P I meet up with the people in the D.C. area a lot. And um, a lot of them, they're doing like, they're doing way more than I was doing. And I would just hang around them and they'd give me tips about things. And just being around them made me want to be better. So hanging around the right people and just when you hear a tip, speed of implementation, do it now. 
And then if that doesn't work, figure out a better way to do it. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. And everybody, listen. Listen to this podcast again. Make sure that you get the absolute keys that that Martine is giving you to just get, like she was saying, hit the ground running. Im- implement it. Take action. Don't just listen to this podcast. This, this podcast is not for education. This is instruction. This is about going and taking action. Okay, so re-listen to it. Write down the action items. Take it seriously. Write down your goals for the next 30 days every single morning. Facebook request Martine Jackson because your life will be better for it. If you want extra coaching, if you want extra mentoring, if you're interested in learning more about talking to people, reach out to me at www.wholesalinginc forward slash TTP. We will set up a call and we will chat and it'll be a great conversation. So Martine, thank you so much again uh, for being on the podcast. You bring so much value and it's just... I, I'm telling you, you, you've given me like four things to do today. So thank you so much. Well, I want to say thank you because of because of you, I listen to the Go Giver every week. Because of you, I do TTP. So thank you, Brent. I appreciate it. <laughs> My <laughs> pleasure. Well, again, guys, until next time, thank you so much for listening and uh, go out and take action. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.